I'm Annalise Seaborn, Certified Life Design Coach, and I'm your host here on Wake Your Dream, a podcast about growth and how the ways that you think and act are what create your life. And as always, I am joined by my conversation partner, my husband, Alan. Hey. Thanks for joining us today. For sure. Hi to you. Hi. I forgot if last time you said that you were definitely saying hi to me. Yeah. Let's I've, plan on that. I've changed it up a couple times All right. now. So. Well, for now. All right. I'll plan on that. So I'm good talking to, see to you. All right. Okay. Cool. Good to have you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was just having some moments. Um, that's not a joke about the title, even though mm. I'll tell you the title in a second, listener. Um, but I was just having a moment about... Um, just about recording this and how how much this topic so this is a this is an idea that's still kind of forming for me like i just came away from um some time on my own this past weekend and i kind of had this light bulb moment around this um idea so the idea is micro moments and there's an invitation here of like how to live in a more intentional way, but really practically. Um, okay. And it's like the reason that this stands out to me and the reason I was having a moment with like recording this is because I'm like, this is such an interesting invitation. Like this is such, such a big realization for me because in the growth that I've been doing these past few years of, um, I've, I've mentioned it, quite a few times I want to say like in some of the earlier episodes too but I have been really been used to a higher level of speed just a top like a quicker pace more hustle just that was kind of the energy underneath my lifestyle yeah and my personal growth these past actually probably three-ish years like on purpose um, but it's probably been around five-ish that rest has been a part for me of that focus, that new focus. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like the personal growth stuff, I mean, it's just been wild to me how accessible rest is, but only when I think about it a certain way. Okay. Or how accessible growth is, but only if I think about it a certain way. Okay. And so that's the idea with the micro moments. Yes. That's okay. How is that so tied together? The micro moments are, it was just like kind of this new way to think about there's a change that I want to feel or there's a different feeling that I want to feel. There's a different thing that I want to be focusing on that I think will help me more in the moment. But I'm making the goal, I didn't realize this, but I'm like making the goal too big. Like I'm making the goal, hey, do this total mind shift. If you're feeling hustly, just drop everything, right? Like, you know, the idea of that, that people kind of say, well-meaning, but it's like, let go and let God. It's like, okay, um, how do you even do that? Okay. It's like, just, just stop and do this other thing. Sure. And okay. it's on a spiritual note, which I think I'm going to be bringing that a lot into this because I did feel like this was really God kind of leading me to look a different way yeah. at growth because I was getting really 
down on myself. Like, um, you know, when so you're pursuing reason, a you change. You haven't really set this up yeah. fully. Um, so this past weekend, you were you did something that you had a very specific expectation yes. in your mind yes. that this was going to be your experience. This was going to be, you know, th- or something in this arena would be something that you learn. Right. And then you were going to grow and come home like super replenished. Super yeah. Refreshed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My cup was going to be filled. Yeah. Like it was very much a self-care move. It was very much a refreshing myself inside move. Yeah. Um, to, to make that experience happen for myself this weekend. And that just was not what I experienced. It didn't play out according to your expectations. And so you were realizing, okay, I'm starting to, in my head, interpret things this way because I'm I'm disappointed that it wasn't what I was expecting right like I'm frustrated about that and so like I felt myself pivoting a lot or having to pivot a lot in the moments and I just wanted whole chunks of time to just be focused on one thing and there were a lot of little moments that I had to redirect if that makes sense so you you were saying okay because my expectation was the entire time away was going to yes. be in this one category. Yeah, like all consecutively. When it bumped you yes. when something would happen and it wasn't that, it yes. didn't meet your expectation. Right. You would go, see, it's not, it's not working. Yes, right? it's Instead not working. Of yes. what you eventually came to do yes. you know, was to recalibrate and to say, Okay, that 10 minutes wasn't really working. Yes. But I can get back to what I was wanting to get out of this. Right. Right now. Right. And um there was like an invitation there. Sure. I guess that sure. it's why I keep using that word because it wasn't like um so for whoever's listening to like I don't know if you can kind of relate to when you sort of like bully yourself or like guilt yourself into staying focused or you kind of like push yourself to follow through on something, you're like, just persevere, just, Mm -hmm. just like make it happen. Just, just, you know, um, I'm kind of used to that, to, to doing that on a lower key, I guess, like I kind of do it lower key in myself, but I do do that. Yeah. And this was different. It was more like an opening appearing in front of me okay of like here but here's an angle sure and that was where you yeah. felt like this was god prompting me I in did. this direction because it wasn't because this is not the way i would have thought yeah right? like kind of the whole thing of why change has been available to me and effective for me in a different way than i had ever experienced it before but like over these past three years is because it's coming from a different angle than I have come at change before. Yeah. The reason it's sticking is because it's not the way I would naturally do it. Sure. And I realize, and you're, you probably would hear in um, some of those earlier episodes too, you can probably hear my dog also. Yeah, Russell's walking right around <laughs> He's just, under her. Just making his little rounds. Um, but you'll probably hear like just these 
the reason that we're used to doing something in a natural way or in a, I shouldn't say natural, it's more of a default way. The reason we're used to doing things in a default way is because that's typically kind of where our brain takes us. It's usually not not as healthy, not as effective. Um, and we've talked about that before. But that's really where the spiritual element, I feel like, comes in for me is I was opening myself up this weekend, putting this experience aside for myself, trying to say I'm open. Because I know that there's old ways of doing things that aren't serving me. And to me, that's sort of like a part of growth in general. Yeah. Is being open to seeing what do I need to tweak? Yeah. If nothing was going wrong, I wouldn't need to tweak anything. Or if or if everything was serving me, I wouldn't really need to tweak anything. But then just this micro moment idea, it's so interesting because over the weekend, I had sort of a roller coaster yeah. of yeah. emotions and like of focuses and um, just what, what I thought I was there for because I kept trying to sort of overcompensate because I also realized that I do that as a natural way to kind of troubleshoot something or get myself through a hard experience. Sure. Yep. I tend to kind of overcompensate and be like, Oh, well, then it's all good if I just keep it over here. Right. It actually, whenever you, yeah. you know, when you were on your way coming home, yeah. you called me and you were saying like, yeah, it wasn't really what I wanted, but, but it was really good and I got what I needed. Right. And I like, right. you know, because I know you, I'm sitting there going, I don't even know if you realize how much that wasn't true. Right. But I knew, you know, yeah. and so it's interesting because that is kind of one of your, yeah, one of your ways of handling things. One of the default, way. yeah, you know, yeah. the ways I'm used to handling those things. And the micro moments invitation for me, like I said, really felt on a spiritual level, like I was being led to look at that as an opening, as an opening for a new angle of how to handle myself in the moment and how to handle what I needed to process and how I needed to just be honestly in the present. Sure. It was so interesting. Has it kind of allowed you to like tease apart an experience and say, well, here were the things that weren't great or that were negative about it. And here were the things that were great and were positive. Like, yeah. Is it allowing you to do that a little more? So I don't know if you've heard of, I mean, I don't think it's like an official concept that someone made up, but there's the idea that both things can be true. Sure. And I've, I think I've talked about both and before. I think that's more in the therapy world that they sort of use that term, both and. Yeah. But there's an idea that two things can be true at the same time. Sure. That seem to be conflicting with each other. And really the micro moments invitation is like, Hey, if I wasn't making my goal, be totally okay that this is going this way. Yeah. Oh, just forget that you have negative feelings right now. Sure. If I wasn't making my goal, those big leap things, I would have more availability in me to be allowing myself to just be present because then it wouldn't be wrong, quote unquote, to be frustrated and disappointed sure and also when it's not immediately wrong for me to be frustrated and disappointed it's very weird this 
this is where it kind of breaks my brain. But when it's not wrong for me to be struggling like that in the moment, it almost like welcomes other feelings like I can be at peace. This isn't wasted. I can't, I'm allowed to be right here. I accept what's going on. Yeah. It's like I can accept the bigger picture in the moment. Um, and it, it's a much easier way to access like an ease or a peace. Mm. It's a much easier way to access that in the moment versus trying to shorten the amount of time that I feel frustrated or trying to push down a sadness or a, you know, uh, disappointment, trying to, to manipulate those feelings instead of just allowing those to be part of what I'm experiencing. Because if they're allowed to be part of it, then there's another, there are other parts of me that are allowed to be there too. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And you know, while you're talking about that, I was I was just thinking when somebody asks me how I'm doing, mm-hmm. my expectation, I mean, first of all, I just kind of naturally say, doing good. How about you? Right. And don't actually like think about it. But I realized that when I get asked that, if I really am taking it seriously, mm-hmm. like if you ask me, how was yeah. your day? I'm thinking. I'm going to say it was good or it was hard, right? Yeah. When Mm. probably neither of those is a very good description of what your day was like. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like this is exactly what I'm talking about. Somebody asked me that the other day and I said, um, there, how are you doing? And I said, well, some good, some bad, you know? Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, I think that kind of you know and obviously like I'm not going to answer that to someone who I don't think like was asking me really really how I'm doing right yeah but um you know like to to think about it that way Hmm. that's kind of what you're talking about but I do think in a lot of ways we sort of I don't want to say are trained but like we sort of adapt to just give a simple answer. Yeah. And even if it's, yeah, it wasn't good, that's still a pretty simple answer, right? Right, To say, sure. like, yeah, I'm not doing so good. Okay. Yeah. But, it, but it's sort of a one-note thing. And to yeah. act like a day or a weekend or a period right. of life could be experienced as a one-note sort of thing is just, I mean, that doesn't line up with my actual lived experience and that was kind of where my head was going that is exactly that is exactly it I'm glad that it went there that's a really good layer and like I said I've only been thinking about this idea for like four days yeah right yeah I mean this is pretty new awareness for me to even picture I'm a pretty visual person so what you're describing here too of like well actually if you looked accurately at describing for somebody in one sentence like what your day felt like it wouldn't just be good or bad right that nobody's whole entire day with no with um no exceptions right right is all one or the other right 
It's and highs and lows. It's even highs like, and lows. Even, even micro highs and lows. We just came right? back from a vacation. How was it? Yeah. Well, some high, mostly highs, but there were some lows, you know? We yeah. didn't get to do this because of the weather. Our flight was delayed. Oh, this, you know, whatever. Right. right? Like, and while we were delayed. by a jellyfish. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking about our last vacation. Yeah. Like, there's some lows, you yeah. know, that's not great to get stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. Know? And you learned about taking care of a jellyfish sting and now you're Easy. more equipped next yeah. time. I don't know. Yeah. I, no, I threw us off with I, doing that stuff. But no, but no, but you did. When I think about like, yeah. you know, when you were talking ahead of recording. Yeah. You were like, what are some examples of these micro moments? And I said, life is an example yeah, of these micro literally, moments. You know? And then you were just like. <laughs> You paused and you were like, no, life. Yeah. Life yeah. is an example of micro yeah. And you guys, if you're listening, like, are you like letting this kind of sink? I really hope you are. I hope you're experiencing that kind of dawning realization right now. A lot of what we do in our society and a lot of the way that people are handling their life moments as well are sort of this all or nothing. Yeah. And that's how we talk about it. That's how we feel we need to talk about it. That's how we measure it. And that's how we're measuring it inside of us. Right. And, and that's what, what was know, so crazy to me about this, yeah. this realization for myself. Yeah. Yeah. What I know for me, like this makes me think of, um, I think it was a couple episodes ago, like the story in your head or yeah. making things mean something. Yeah. Right. It just makes me think of how many times I was, um, you know, especially because of, I forget what episode I talked about, some of my health stuff. But right, right. right now, this has this different since the la- when I talked about it, but I'm in kind of a time where I've had every every year and a half, maybe every two years, I feel super, super spacey Yeah. for about a month, a month and a half at a time. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm about a week and a half into that right now. Yep. And so what, what I want to do naturally is to say, well, shoot, I'm a week and a half into this and it usually lasts a month or a month and a half. Yeah. So the next, the next month ish of my life is ruined. Like I'm in the trough, (laughs) right? Yeah. It's like the the worst spot you can be, you know? Yeah. I'm in the, whatever the bad one of the ebb and flow is, right? Right. I'm in, I'm in the bad part. And, um, and if I, let myself think that yeah then everything yeah in my life gets processed through that it colors it 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 colors everything you know and it's like yeah okay I have that option and that's you know I've approached life that way before for sure and I still do sometimes and in in moments it makes a lot of sense yeah like like you you understand why you feel that way yeah I feel yeah like garbage right now yeah you know and that sucks and i wish that wasn't factually that sucks but that doesn't mean Mm. that nothing good is happening in the meantime or can happen till it's gone exactly yeah and i just think the more that we can sort of tease that apart yep you know because 
Well, it took Aside it took from energy. How I'm how I'm energy, physically yeah. and like mentally feeling. I'm emotionally. I have so much more resilience. Yeah. Right now mm-hmm. than I did. Right. You know when I when this hit me two years ago or three years ago or whatever. Right. Um. Like, I personally am doing a lot better. Mm-hmm. In general. Now, this thing is like an anchor dragging me down, yeah. which is true, but it's not true to say, well, here's the month and a half of like, just got to slog through it because yeah, right. it's just going to be awful for a month and a half. You right. Know? Like there still is good stuff happening and there still is. Right. Um, you know, it doesn't like negate the growth that's going on in my, in my life, even though. Right. It can feel like it does. It does put a dimmer on how the positive things feel. Right. Um, But it doesn't make it life is awful for a month and a half straight. Straight fact. It's like this is dragging me down, but still good things are happening too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, So it's just, I've been, you know, because I'm kind of forced into thinking through that right now. Right. I've been spending a lot of time trying to think about that. And then a lot of, um, you know, I've been trying to be intentional about when I start to, to wallow, when I start to go. Yeah. Like let that voice play a little me, too long, you know, like, yeah. which is, is yeah. weird. Right. Because mm. on, on one level, poor me, true. Great. You know, agreed. Um, but what I find is that it's it's far too comfortable for me to just lean into that and go, yeah, yeah, poor me. Yeah. Man, this is oh wow, this is terrible for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um that's not the only thing going on. Agreed. And it's not the yeah. only truth about what right. it's like to be me, what it's like to experience my life right now, you know? Yeah. Um it's so that's kind of I appreciate you sharing my, that my version of these micro moment yeah. ideas. Yeah. It is life. This this micro moment idea or invitation really can apply. It does apply to every any moment that you're in. Yeah. Because it's there every is work day. some kind of it's every commute to right. and from work. Yep. It's every it's every time you're alone with your thoughts for a yeah. second. Yeah. It's and what do you think about that, right? Like what's the story in your head yeah. that starts playing when you get triggered by slow traffic or you know, you pick the wrong line at the grocery store, or you've been mulling over this really difficult tricky conversation that you know has to be yeah. had but you're just like don't feel ready there's a story you drive by playing. that neighbor's house that said something that made you angry the other day yeah or, and you're you like know. oh if i have to see them again xyz right, right? yeah there's an assumption and a story that's playing when you get these feelings right and same yeah. for me like yeah. i i had to be very honest with myself that was my micro micro moment invitation was will I attend to myself right now Mm -hmm. in exactly the emotion I'm in right now yeah so sometimes it was frustration sometimes it was sadness sometimes it was it was joy because I was being met right sometimes it was I it was a just this moment of recognizing oh I am feeling filled up right now 
that's a micro moment too of yeah. collect it. Yeah. Like, am I allowing myself to feel fully engaged right now? This is like, the mindfulness idea. It right? is. Of like, I didn't realize oh, that, but it, it really I'm is. I'm catching that this, this one minute period. Yeah. Right. was a very different experience than the last one minute period. The <laughs> last so one was true. negative. This one's positive. It's so true. Oh, interesting. Even the you know? 30 seconds, yeah. right? Like yeah. this 30 seconds, I almost spilled my coffee, but the next 30 seconds, I noticed this really beautiful glow outside. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's allowed to be that simple. And in fact, um, for those of you who are listening to, like, this is a great point in the conversation to remember that you're a physical human being. Sure. You're a body, mind, spirit, all three together, like creature. And you can't be anywhere but in the present at any given time. And yeah. I hesitate to go too deep, but what I m- mean by this, the reason this is so powerful to me is because this is what it takes to persevere. This is what it takes to achieve results and growth um, and meet the challenges that you want to meet. It's remembering what you're working with. It's remembering who you are. Yeah. And And it's honoring that. Yeah. Honestly, like, don't push yourself to have to have tomorrow's you know what done. (laughs) Don't push yourself to be have already had like a rock solid plan for how you're going to do steps one through 10. Sure. If you've got step one now, be in this 30 seconds, yeah. in just this 30 seconds, yeah. and attend to yourself as you, some of it's going to be more challenging than others. You're going to get to tasks within the project that you love and tasks within the project that stress you out and yeah. are the reason yeah. you procrastinate it. Yep. And understand that in yourself. That's what I was saying earlier of like, builds this very interesting muscle of like accepting that you belong. Sure. It's yeah. so interesting to me. And well, it's, it's, yeah, you know, I'm just, as you're talking too, I'm thinking about the fact that like in my head, if you were to ask me, Hey, give me a pure unfiltered um, description of like your ideal day or your ideal three hour period. Yeah. I realized that in order for something to be what I would consider ideal, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be describing a period of time where there were no negative emotions, Mm. where there were no Mm. setbacks, where there were no frustrations, no wrinkles. And, um, I think mm. I think a lot of us are expecting that out of life. Yeah. Like on a regular basis. Yeah. Like if I was doing a good job at this, it would feel this way. Yes. Yes. That's how it's translated for me. Yeah. And I know a lot of my clients too, they're like very frustrated. And this is such a human thing, right? Same for me. They're very frustrated when they don't get that unbroken smooth sailing yeah and it's telling them at that story that just starts in their head 
it's telling them they're not doing what they right. want to be doing. Something's wrong if yes. I'm experiencing any Some, setback, yes. negativity, frustration. Something's not working if yeah. I'm experiencing yeah. this. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, yeah. I think for for so many of us, and I don't I don't know if this is a cultural-based thing. I have a suspicion that it might Probably be. Probably partially, you know, yeah, I would assume. Um, that it might be... A, an American or Western mentality on things, Mm -hmm. you know, of like you're building for growth, you're building for success, you're building for achievement. Um, But I'm just thinking about the fact that like, if I'm, so if I'm, uh, I was going to try to come up with an analogy in the moment and I don't, the one I have in my head is not a good, not a good analogy. (laughs) We're not going to sail on with that one. But like, if I'm expecting that if everything doesn't go perfectly or if my experience isn't only positive yeah then that segment of time whatever that hour that day that week was bad waste right it was a total waste yeah every hour every day every week is going to be bad yeah because it's just sort of part of the deal yeah that things are not going to go exactly according to plan or sometimes they do go exactly according to plan right and then we feel dissatisfaction still yeah right because your brain Um, is gonna find that and it's like yeah if if we're saying Mm. a negative emotion wrinkle experience being part of something ruins it right which i i don't think a lot of times we Come we don't right know out and say that, that we're saying that, but we we are thinking it, right? You know, subconsciously. I was gonna say, and even for me, like it's been work to become aware of the exact thought that my brain is thinking at the time. Yeah, because usually I'll feel the feeling, but here's where it gets cool: is like if you want to know what you're thinking, but you're not used to thinking what you're thinking, you're used to just the feelings. Yeah. Just stop next time you feel that feeling and just pause and ask yourself, what am I thinking that would make me feel this way? Yeah. Yeah. That it seems too simple, but that's actually such a helpful way to get there. Yeah. And like you're saying, being aware of what you're telling yourself. Sorry, I think I cut you off, but no, no, no. I I yeah. Yeah. You're getting it. And that's what I wanted to to kind of bring out from my own experience of like you know I think the way this ties in with the the micro moments or the moment by moment awareness is once I'm not fighting against right setbacks once I'm not fighting against disappointment frustration negative emotion anymore then I think I have like you know in my experience I feel like Mm. I have a lot more energy to face the day yeah I have a lot more um willingness to well it's almost not even a willingness it's almost like a lot more capacity for stuff to just sort of roll off my back like Because there's not, ah, shoot. the That's walls aren't bad. closing in. That's not what I wanted. Right. But, okay, well, let's figure something out. You know, yeah. instead of. Capacity for creativity. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Like, That's good. 
yeah. right? Yeah. Curiosity versus like desperation sure. or something. Yes. Yes. Uh, desperation yeah. is, I resonate less with the curiosity or the creativity, the positive side of it right. and more with less desperation, less yes. of the negative. Yes. Right. Because, right. um, yeah, that, that really has mm. been my experience as I've, right. as I've worked harder, um, like I've talked about, you know, early, a couple of the earlier episodes, I've really been on this journey over the last year ish of getting in touch with my emotional world. Right. And, um, for the longest time, almost all those emotions were negative. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is not nice. Yeah. You know, I'm just have a yeah. bunch of negative emotions. And uh, as I've, you know, I, I kind of think of it like there was a big backlog of un right, right, right. That's unfelt a good way to felt negative say it. emotion, un unprocessed, unprocessed, unseen. unattended to, yep. you know, whatever. Yep. Um, and once I've kind of, I mean, I don't know if I'd say I've like fully cleared that out or anything, but but you um, opened the you opened the gate. Yeah. For and, it. And really yeah. allowed myself to sit with a lot of those negative emotions. Right. And I think that was a key thing to bring me to the point that I'm at now where, right. you know, I have less desperation around this stuff because being with a negative emotion is not something I'm actively avoiding anymore. It's not right. something I'm scared of anymore. Because, because what evidence do you have now to help yourself counteract that story, that default story? Well, it's, it's like what we talked about. Yeah. I don't know if it was last episode or the one before that, mm -hmm. kind of at the very end of the episode. Um, you had mentioned a couple of times about like addressing or attending to a negative emotion. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to really highlight what you were talking about there was that if we go there, mm -hmm. if we allow ourselves to actually experience that. To feel it all the way through. To feel it. It doesn't yeah. get bigger and bigger and bigger. It doesn't like as consume you feel you. it, which yeah. is why at least I was avoiding it, right? Yeah, a lot of people are afraid of drowning in it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. instead, my experience, and this has been over the course of time, repeated practice of, you know, I was going to say letting or making one of those two, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but engaging with these negative emotions. Um, what has happened is, you know, it's kind of like exposure to anything. Right? right. You right. do it more and more and more and more. More frequently. And yeah. it becomes demystified in a lot of ways. It yeah. becomes a lot less intimidating and it becomes right. a lot less intense. Right. And so yep. for me, like I feel the negative emotions coming up still on a very regular basis. But instead of going, okay, time to shove that down. Yeah. I go, okay, it's time to let myself feel that and experience that. And what happens on the other end of it 
is not what I ever imagined, (laughs) which is now I'm just, I'm just like consumed by these negative emotions. Yeah. Um, it's actually, I gained a little freedom from being kind of pressed under these negative emotions all the time. Right. It's giving you that. I I don't know if I'm describing it in a way that is resonating for people. I, I think I that hope, it, I hope it does. I hope so too. I know that it does for me. Um, and people explain that experience that they have in different ways. And, um, probably better than I just did. No, like I think yours but is if a you way think I've of literally someone who heard did, and you can send them to that explanation. That'd be good. Honestly, yours is, yours is great because it's very in the moment again. <laughs> that's our dog. Sleep. He's sleeping. Yeah. Sleep uh whining yeah good times um but yeah i i think that that's really <laughs> i don't know how much you're going to hear that in the mics but i don't either but it feels really us. loud yeah <laughs> micro moment time <laughs> um but what you're describing is very it's your experience and everybody has an experience of why they avoid big emotions mm. or negative emotions and what happens when they feel them. Mm. And a lot, what you're kind of tapping on there is, Hey, this like big, scary unknown. That's the thing that's going to happen when you do feel the emotion. Cause you're so used to pushing it or avoiding yeah. it or, you know, you're used to the story playing about yeah. what's going to happen. Um, it's so bizarre, but it doesn't really happen that way. Yeah. It's not fun. It's very uncomfortable still to be in the moment and allow the, a feeling like anxiety. I'm thinking for me. Yeah. A- yeah. Allow a feeling like panic or anxiety yeah. to just be in my body a second. And just the only thing I can tell myself is, I'm safe. This is okay to feel. And I don't say I'm safe to rush myself out of it in this scenario, right? Like this micro moment invitation of how do I attend to the feeling that I'm feeling right now? You're just feeling it. You're just letting it be in your body and letting it move through your body. Like I see you. So when you say I'm safe, are you like saying... So I can do this? Like, is that what that is? It's kind of two part. It's like, I'm reminding myself I'm actually safe, even if the story is going a little haywire. Sure. Right? Like the panic is telling me usually I'm wasting a lot of time. I've made a huge mistake. Um, I've burned a bridge with someone. Mm. And these all remain really generic, right? So it's not talking to me about a specific thing. It's giving me a general fear. And that oh, okay. happens in my anxiety or in my panic. So those are that's my example is yeah. like it has to okay. do with time or it has to do with picking the wrong thing. I picked the wrong thing to do. Mm. So that means things that are supposed to get done are being totally dropped. I'm ruining everything. That's the story that goes for me. Okay. But the difference is when I let myself feel the feeling And I don't push myself to react and start because what I do is I translate negative feelings to actions like right away. And my actions are over busying myself or overcompensating like like I said in the beginning. Yeah. So 
I'll switch. I'll pivot too quick is what I'll do. Okay. I'll pivot too quick where this is why I start a billion things and get nothing actually finished. Sure. That makes sense. Right. So like this, but I had, I was not aware of this until I started slowing down. And that's where the micro moment idea, again, this is so applicable to all of the pitfalls of what throws me off from my, the growth I want to be facing and doing and living more like throughout my day. Yeah. And in just on the note of feeling the feeling, it's, it's an amazing gift that that big, scary unknown is not what happens when you feel your feeling. Yeah. It's a huge gift that you give yourself to practice letting the feeling course through your body. And all you need to know is that you are safe. You're safe to feel it. And you're actually safe in the moment. It's also something I, I picture myself saying to that story. Okay. It's like, yeah. no, I don't understand how I have enough time, but I know that I have the time that I need. Mm. I know that I practically do. Yeah. And again, you're trying to like help yourself with this micro moment idea. You're trying to help yourself have the experience in your life that feels better to you and serves you a lot better. Yeah. It's not effective for you, right? To like never feel your emotion. No, I can tell from personal experience that's not an effective solution. It's not effective. It and can get you through some short-term stuff. Right. Um, but it's not a good long-term strategy. Yeah, it erodes you. I can you. say that with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that with extreme confidence. Yeah. Same, I can say that too. Yeah. And we both had very different go-tos yeah. with how we handled not feeling emotions. Like mine was like yeah. overcompensate, overdo. Yeah. Yours was stuffing, right? Yeah. You know, and also like my, you know, because I deal with some unknown health stuff. Yeah. A lot of my anxiety would be around health stuff. And so if I would have a strange sensation in my arm or my chest. Right. I would think, uh oh, they've described this as what a heart attack is like. Right. Right. Um, right. Right. And so that's partly why I asked about the like when you say that I'm safe. Because yeah. you would yeah. you would tell me, oh, here's the phrasing, the language that I use. Yeah. And I would go. But I think I might be having a heart attack right, right. now. Right. Like it's, it's a panic attack. Yeah. But it feels like it might be a heart attack saying telling myself I'm safe yeah is like dangerously close to saying this doesn't matter don't worry about yeah. it you know right. just get over it so what you know, did help you for uh, your specific physical because the I'm safe is something that's right. typically a blind spot that people need to hear sure. from themselves that yeah. they don't know they need to say so yeah. I do think that Which that's is, really yeah, important, but, 100%. but in your context though, yeah. what did work for it you? Actually, that actually made it like not worse, but right. I felt not supported. Because, because that wasn't your need. Yeah. Because I'm what like, what was your need? Well, I mean, it was my need yeah. to trust I was safe, but I'm like, you don't, you know, that would be like saying I accidentally cut my arm off and 
right, I need a Band-Aid. Right, right, right. You don't know what I, you know. Like, what did you need? Yeah. I needed, um, well, I, mm. I don't know exactly. Mm. It was a combination was a of thing? working through, allowing myself to feel yeah. these negative emotions. But I do think it was, let's, let's say it was maybe 40% that. But I think it was 60% um, doing the trauma therapy yeah. that I did with my yeah. therapist. Got you. Um, yep. And I sense. think that addressed some of the core, deep, deep, deep-seated yeah. um, roots of where this was coming from. Right. And I think it was between that and then working on engaging with these negative emotions. Yeah. Though that was kind of the one-two punch that has really, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, now, and this is a really new, like, last maybe three months type of thing for yeah. me. Um, but I do like I feel w- weird or unexpected body sensations that I know would have had mm-hmm. me like on edge for, you know. 30 minutes right. an hour or a weekend a week. or whatever yeah. and um and now like I notice I still notice the yes. feeling and then yeah. I go yeah that doesn't seem like that big of a deal yeah you know yeah. um where you're quicker to it's so access weird. you're quicker to access that the way to think about it that you would prefer and that you would actually pick Yeah. But that's sort of my, I think maybe because there's not so many underlying negative emotions under the surface for me. Yeah. That there's not like this huge backlog of undealt with fear and uncertainty and anger and hurt. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so that all isn't like weighing on everything it it made every it made everything like this bolder like heaviness but now that you've now that you've like exercised your outlet and you've called it like a pressure release valve in a way too which is exactly that's a really helpful way to think about it because as a human being body mind spirit your body your mind and your heart, your spirit, you all of all those three of those parts of you are experiencing everything that you're experiencing. And so if you don't Which, allow if you your, told me that yeah. like a year and a day ago. Yeah. I was like, that is nonsense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. And now yeah. I'm like, yeah, I I don't intellectually like understand or have a good feel for what you're talking about right but experientially I'm like oh that makes perfect sense see and that's mainly what I want this to be yeah that that's what I'm trying and I'm hoping that this comes across as is mainly experiential yes I want this to be like an invitation to try practicing a new this new perspective about yourself and this new way of handling your experience in the moment, I want you to try it experientially. Like picture, what if my day is allowed to have this array of moments? Yeah. 
and that some highs, some lows. Yeah, I I don't have to make something be something else to let myself feel it as fully as I need to in the moment, and then let it go and let myself be in the next moment. Yeah, it's like it's very strange. It's very it it really Do is very strange. On some Hard level, there's a part a of us that. I'm trying to get to the end of the day. And if you ask me as we're laying our head on the pillow, how my day was like, I want to say good. And these, these roadblocks are a threat to that because they're going to make me say, well, there was some hard stuff. And so Mm. I kind of failed Right? Yeah. Like, quote unquote. In a way, yeah. I had a failure day because I can't say it was a good day. Right. Like, I, interesting. I don't know. On some level, that feels weirdly true yeah. to me. Yep. Um, like, there was something you, again, like we were talking about before, there was something you didn't do right or it didn't work. Something yeah. you were trying to do that didn't work. If you say there were these obstacles or struggle. Yeah. But also like. I have this goal in my head. Yeah. That I can say it was a good day. And these things that are threatening. My equilibrium. Right. Are threatening my ability to call it a good day. Your ability to meet your goal. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not able to meet your goal as long as life does this and life as is apparently life going is to life. do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it, I Alan. Don't know. That's, that's that feels true to me. To my I'm experience. sure I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Um, there was a time that that felt more true for me too. I think it's actually interesting because I am pretty wired to put things in a success or a failure bucket mm-hmm. all throughout my day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but now that I've been aware of that for a while, um, that's been very interesting too, because I don't even agree that I want that kind of goal. Sure. And so I've been working on changing my goal. Mm. And this micro moments thing is, again, an, a real solid practical invitation to be able to do that yeah. in a way that's tangible. Not just this isn't just a concept. There's a right. uh, that's the other thing is we rely a lot on on our intelligence and our intellect to solve problems and to make us feel confident and competent and like we have a plan that's going to work. Mm. Yeah, our intellect tells us whether we are in charge and in control or not, and this kind of flies in the face of that. And that's yeah. what I love about it. And that's what's really like it bothers my brain. Mm-hmm. but it supports my spirit and my sure, body. Sure. And I feel like because of that, I really do attribute it to God because he, if he's the creator, he knows how I'm designed to be allowed to live somewhat of a free, abundant, yeah. spacious life here in this life. Sure. And this is the only way I've, I've come across. Yeah. And it yeah. just, that's why I get so excited about it because I can't, I kind of can't believe it. It's like a little, it's a miracle kind mm-hmm. of yeah. that we're allowed to think about it in this way. I'm allowed to make my goal whatever I need it to be. 
And if my goal is never accessible to me, and it's never something I'm qualified or prepared for, if my, if my goals do not serve me, I don't have to keep them around. Yeah. I get to redefine what the goal needs to be. And this micro moment idea really allows me to do that. Yeah. So, and, you know, like life shouldn't be, oh, okay, my life is only valuable because I'm meeting my goals. Sure. Like, I don't, I don't want it to seem like that either, but let's face it, we all do have goals for ourselves, whether they're conscious or subconscious. And it's key to know where that's at. Yeah. Because that's a lot of where your emotions are coming from throughout the day too, right? My mm-hmm. goal for the weekend, I want my cup filled and I want it filled in this way. Yeah. And that's an admirable goal. I'm prioritizing self-care in a way I never was used to before. Um, so that's a new experience for me. But if I'm not allowing myself to get what I really want, I don't really just want this goal arbitrary. I want the feeling that the goal is going to give me. Mm, yeah. So if I can find a way to create more of that feeling in these micro moments, that's a cool way to get my goal accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah, but it makes sense. That's good. So, yeah, I just kind of want to bring around like the three things I realized that the micro moments idea was offering me if I put it into practice of it's an invitation to notice that my tiniest steps in the day, my tiniest steps of attending to myself, of being aware of my emotions, my tiniest steps of you know what, facing a non-panicking direction, even just facing a different direction, that counts. It all counts. Mm -hmm. So this micro moment thing is like a reminder that each little thing I do really counts. And that's deeply honoring to me as a human being Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to you guys who are listening as a human being. This is why you matter. This is why saying I matter in the mirror in the morning is not It doesn't have to be just this sort of cheap thing you're sort of hoping this takes. I hope this sticks at some point. I hope I believe this. Yeah. This is how you can believe it is if you start allowing yourself to act like it in your very real moments and micro moments in the day. Yeah. Um, So these three things, uh, focusing on the micro moments, it'll give you that sense of self. It kind of brings you back into a sense of yourself in a like a centering and a kind of grounding way. It reminds you that you have ownership of your moment, of your present, of your decision or your choice. And you still have ownership of your experience in the moment and you're allowed to be there. Mm. It's a sense of pace. So it really invites you to slow down actually. (laughs) So for those of us who want to prioritize self-care but understand that it's probably going to require us to slow down a lot of times we don't know how we're going to get there. Yeah. How, yeah. well, how would I slow down? I don't have the time, right? Remembering your day is made up of these little micro moments and you get to make as many different choices as you need to make throughout the day. Sure. Then you get that spaciousness you were talking about. Like yeah. all of a sudden I have space now to be less desperate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's less panicked. Yeah. So it makes slowing down your conscious goal instead of this thing that might accidentally happen, you hope, right? Yeah. And then there's that third thing is, um, it's a sense of accomplishment that's actually deeply satisfying. 
because you've just moved your goal to become accessible. Hmm. Yeah. Your goal of being you, by the way, which really that's the point of anybody's goals, right? Is that they're, they're, um, what's the word I want? They're like authentic enacting who Hmm. they want to be. Yeah. They're like actualizing. This is the me that I always have wanted to be. Yeah. Well, think of what would happen if you applied this micro moments idea. Just that was your only goal. Don't you think you would naturally get there? Yeah. Like I kind of do. And again, I'm at the beginning of this idea, but if this was my main lens, it helps you tune into yourself in a way that I just have never thought of before. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of what I, what I'm mulling around and I definitely wanted to bring it to you guys today um on the podcast because I just find it to be really valuable to be thinking about right now for sure um and deeply seeing yourself which is always hard to know how to do in some ways yeah so yeah intentional living is the most enjoyable and effective and accessible when it's simple Mm. and micro moments help you do hard things in a simpler way yeah i would say too yeah nice yeah i like it but that's kind of my thoughts and i really appreciate you sharing experientially Mm -hmm. like what some of that shift has been for you yeah for sure and i know that that i know that that resonated um and will continue to but yeah yeah um so yeah, if if anybody today, um, if you were listening and you heard something today that hits home for you and you want more like it, uh, just visit my link, uh, www.linktree.com backslash Coach Annalise. That's A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E. You're welcome. I think it's good to spell that. <laughs> <laughs> that includes the link, actually, where you can schedule. You get a free one-hour discovery chat with me. Um, just you and me. Um, no strings. Just an hour of hearing where you're at and just for you to see as well, like what coaching with me could help you do and get and just making the shifts that you want to see yourself make so you can live way less anxious and avoiding and way more like your true self. And I just hope that you spend today living more the ways that you want to. So thanks for listening. 